0: communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder.
1: Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And I've got a question for you. Does having an amazing home studio and a compelling presence make a difference, not only on Zoom, in your videos, but also in your business. I am just so happy to have today's guest on, cause this is actually a topic that we have not covered, really covered in depth on the show yet. So Janaide, I am so glad that you're here today.
2: Kim, thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to talk about my passion and that is making sure that everybody looks good and sounds good on video.
1: So I'm gonna ask you the question that everybody's probably really wondering, well, in today's world of Zoom, you know, everybody's on Zoom, does it really make a difference to have that home studio and that, that amazing presence?
2: Well, in one word, I'm going to say absolutely yes, because number one, it's been three years since the pandemic hit. You've had enough time to level up. (laughs) (laughs) That excuse is gone out the window. Basically, people are saying within six months, people started to level up their spaces because what we're doing is we're showing up as ourselves and you don't go show up in person in pajamas. you don't go show up in person without your hair made or without your makeup. so think about that. not leveling up your studio is the same as going to a very important meeting in your pajamas.
1: <laughs> Sorry, excuse me audience i've our house is very dry, and I'm trying to figure out how to get a little bit more humidity in so my voice isn't so rough, but some days it is. Oh. But you know what? That's part of being human. And I think, you know, part of having a good presence is also authenticity.
2: Amen. 100%. And as you, as authentically as we are, you want to show the growth. Like, yes. sure, six months ago, we just started, I'm doing video, I'm doing more video, I'm doing more video, but I started to notice, how am I self-developing? How am I self-leveling mm. up? And that's in, okay, I need to add some more decor in my background. I need to add more lighting. I need to make sure that, that people can hear me properly because as you create more content, as you create more uh, information, more edu- as you educate people more, they want to be able to understand what you're saying. And if you're not clear in the audio, they're gonna go to the next person who sounds better, looks better. I mean, (laughs) why do we watch movies? (laughs) Why do we watch movies and TV shows? It's the eye candy, right? Yeah, so you draw them in with the eye candy and then you keep them for the story. I love it, I love it. Let's
1: talk a little bit about you cause like I can see in your background that, and I got to see the background before you turned on all the fancy lights. You got a ton. A ton, a ton, a ton of of figures. I'm sure my son would go absolutely <laughs>
2: nuts. Yes, he would.
1: So why don't you share a bit of, of your story and how did you to, you know, be uh, helping people
2: with their home studios? Well, I do call myself the home studio architect. And how did I get here is a, is a beautiful question because I think it was way back in 1985 when my uncle gave me a gift as a a film camera as a gift. And it's like, here's something that you can use. So I got really fascinated. I'm like, oh my God, this is a camera. So I started learning I started (laughs) shooting with it. And that was so long ago. And I just kept that passion into photography so much so that I got into film. I started creating films about 10, sorry, about 15 years ago, I was doing films and, and shooting films. And learning everything that I could about cameras and getting even deeper into it. Now, when the pandemic hit, we all started working from home, and some some had that luxury to be able to work from home. Some didn't. Mm-hmm. But what we did start to do is spend more time on Zoom calls. We spent spend more time with other people, you know, leveling up your heart, connecting with other people. As I am sitting here. I saw my image and I'm like, okay, I didn't like it. So I was like, how can I level up? And we, we all know Pat Flynn's been creating these live streams during the pandemic. He would do daily live stream on YouTube. And his set looked amazing because he had been creating content long before we all had, he had courses, like he had all of that stuff. But what was really interesting is he he created a blog post Listing out all the gear that he was using in his space. Yeah. And I go and read that blog post and I was like, wait, I have ninety percent of the gear that he's talking about. <laughs> I should put <laughs> this together. So because I have a little bit of Hollywood background, filming background, all we're doing is we're staging a set. So only mm-hmm. what only like everything that the camera sees is pristine. Now if I Yes if if I showed you what's in my office there's a lot of boxes there's a lot of mess around because you know we have kids but what the camera sees is not what everybody else sees so yeah. you set you set that scene you set that stage so that's what I started to do and put all of these things together and as i was doing it people started asking me Wait, why is your video so good what are you doing different so i started yeah. teaching them started consulting on it and that's been that's been the journey and, and it's been beautiful
1: love it still want to find out about those toys in the background
2: so the toys back here they're actually uh, uh they're lego actually discontinued them but they're star wars figures that you would put together construct basically i think they had bionicles back in 2000 which were the similar yeah, remember you remember them. bionicles so they son. <laughs> yeah so they took those and then they you know started doing star wars but unfortunately they discontinued like the, that entire lineup, but I was lucky enough to have so I have at least uh, I have like four stormtroopers. I have Darth Vader. I have Kylo Ren. I have uh, Ray and uh, Captain Phasma. <laughs> I have <laughs> Boba it. Fett back there. I have two figures, two or three figures still that I haven't opened out of the box because you know the fun of Lego is building the Lego, building the stuff. So. <laughs> yes sound like four or five figures still waiting to, to, you know, go on the shelf.
1: I spent a lot of time with my son when he was little, sitting on the floor, building, <laughs> building Lego, Lego with him. <laughs> yes. And it was, it was amazing. Cause back then you could actually buy buckets of Lego. Mm-hmm. And so people who had kids who were older, who no longer had their Lego would give us these buckets of Lego. So I like, My son had like so much Lego and it would Uh get like all over the place. Yeah. But he loved it. And he would just, you know, whatever came to his mind, he would create and I'd create my stuff. and He'd create his. And, you know, my stuff was mostly very symmetrical and sure. (laughs) And his stuff was kind of all over the place, but it made him happy. Yeah. And I'm like, and he, it made him happy that I sat and I built Lego with him. Right. And then, as he got older, yes. we'd buy him sets and him and his dad would, you know, build out these sets. I remember mm-hmm. we got a millennial falcon. Oh, my God. Probably about, it was at least like a foot. Like it Okay. Was, it was it's, a, it's
2: not the full size one, right? Just...
1: No, it was maybe a foot to two feet. Like, I mean, it was a good size it one, good but size, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't massive, and and they took a lot of time building mm-hmm. that one out. They followed, they actually followed the instructions. That
2: you kind of cool. have to follow the instructions for <laughs> those sets. What's funny is my, uh, I have a little, uh, a little group chat with all the Lego fanatics, and they post videos on there all the time. The latest one that I saw was this guy on YouTube created a a water ride using Lego. <gasps> I'm like, what? This is so cool. So I'll send you. I'll share the link with you later on.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, Lego has become this this massive thing. But you know, I think we can learn from Lego. Yes. Because when you look at the packaging on Lego, mm-hmm. when you when you look at the branding on Le- Lego, yeah, I mean they have it down. They know their audience.
2: They do. They right. So do.
1: whenever they create something and they have two different audiences, they have their adult audience and they have their kid audience and all of their branding, you know, they, they, their advertising is perfect because they choose which one and they don't try to mix the two.
0: No.
2: So
1: when they're advertising to the adults, it's different than when they're advertising to the kids. So it true. is an amazing study in how something that almost closed, that almost died, has Mm -hmm. now become this massive conglomeration. Like, it's incredible.
2: And I think uh, just the other day, I read a news that LEGO hit 90 years. And for that 90-year anniversary, 91 years, they're rolling out something that's mostly, most loyal fans can appreciate. And that's their LEGO Insiders Club. (sighs) What this means is that you can... If you're already a VIP member, you can go in and start scanning QR codes from old books and, you know, get rewards for those old books that were not pre- previously registered. So nice. sets that you bought from Target, sets that you bought on Amazon, like all of those sets can be accounted for because Lego wants to identify and like, Hey, we want to make sure that you're keep coming back and buying sets from us. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, and, and. So the reason we talk about Lego and <laughs> just to bring it back is because I love building stuff, right? So mm-hmm. that's seen in my background. So that question arises I'm like, okay, what do I like to do? So what we're doing is going deeper than what you see. Mm-hmm. And that's deeper yes. connection is what the studio is now creating with my audience. Mm-hmm. They understand who I am. I love building stuff. I love building studios. I love building Lego sets. I build, love building all sorts of things. And so that connectivity Is what the studio, the professional looking space brings that personality out without you having to talk about it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because we are more than than one type of person. I am Mm. a publisher, but I am also a crafter. Yes. I knit, I crochet, I cross stitch over the years. A few years ago, I felt I have a new love in my life. It's called a cricket. Cricket a cricket, machine. yes, another and, cricket um, friend. <laughs> I've got projects I'm working on downstairs right now, but what I do as a hobby yeah. is I actually create designs, and I have designs created because I have some graphic design skills, but not as quite as many. But I've actually been building out stores on the major sites where mm. people can go and buy my designs and use them for the cricket machines.
2: There you go. Isn't and
1: nice? this is being filmed in September. I just got accepted by cricket.com to have my designs on their site.
2: Oh my God, congratulations.
1: I was so excited yesterday when I got the email. I was like, yes! And my husband comes in, and he's like, what? And I told him, he's like, wow, congratulations, that's so cool, I'm like, I know, I'm so happy.
2: <laughs> and, and what's beautiful about that is on my podcast, Hacks and Hobbies, I talk to folks just like you who took their passions to profit, right? Yeah. You've gotta keep at it to be able to make profit of it. The more passionate you are about it, the more people see it, then the more people want to follow and come to you. Yeah.
1: And what you just said there actually applies to to even your videos. Mm-hmm. When when you're on Zoom, when you're doing these Zoom calls, when you're on these group networkings, when you're creating your videos, yeah it's it's the passion that attracts people. I've been doing a lot of studying on YouTube lately. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've been doing is, is there's a few YouTube teachers and they're amazing. And I love watching their videos because they're doing the things they're telling the people to do. Yes. And you can see the results, you know, when one video gets like 40,000 views within Mm -hmm. two days, you know, they've got something going on.
2: Yeah.
1: And I've been studying these videos because i want to start creating my own so i'm doing some research ahead of time i mean i know that a lot of it's going to come down to practice but i figure if i can just if i can start off with a few things a few good things in my bucket right like a few hints tips that are going to help and one of the things i realized was all of these people they had passion and when they did their videos, it came out in their voice. It wasn't just a talking head. No, You know, they moved, they had hand. they had their hands going, right? There was passion in their voice. And I think that's something that we miss out because we think we have to be all this stiff and professional on no. Zoom and the, <laughs> you know, but I've learned when I'm, when I'm me, when I'm authentic, when I, I'm passionate and when I share that passion then
2: I connect better with people. Yes, and that's one of the reasons why Clubhouse blew up. Yeah, people didn't have to think too much about who they were; they just talked. And voice is the is the number one connection way that humans communicate. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. That's how we mm-hmm. communicate with newborns while they're in their tummies. You can still talk to them, <laughs> and they know your sound and voice. So, yeah, I love it.
1: So I know you've come prepared with some hints, some tips, some things that our audience can do right now to not only improve their home studios, but also improve the quality of the content that they share. So I'm gonna let you loose for a few minutes to share some thoughts, and then we'll talk about it.
2: I love it. So the number one thing that I talk about, well, to to get it all started, You want to, you're looking to not only optimize what you're presenting, but also the messaging. Mm. And it all comes down to practicing your messaging alone. Now, you might not have the best video, and I didn't have the best video for the first two years of my YouTube either. What I did is I just put in the reps, have conversations with people, understand how they're telling stories, and started to mimic so after interviewing about 400 people on my podcast I mimicked what they did and understood and uh, understood how to tell stories how to uh, Mm. communicate and then on the upside on the on the other side I was like okay how can I make my video better so you start with understanding your own space because once you understand your space and in the green room, I was talking to Kim. So I was like, "If the window was covered behind you, you'd look a lot better because the, f- the light would, you know, the camera would see you more <laughs> and stop highlighting the background." So we're making small little adjustments throughout the day, throughout the year, throughout the month, and you're gonna get better. You know, three hundred sixty percent. So if you were, were to upgrade one percent a day, that's three hundred sixty-five percent in the whole year, or yeah, thirty percent or hundred percent in the 90 days. So, because we are living in the age of video and video accounts for a whopping 82% of all internet traffic. And here's a yeah. fun fact. It only takes 10 seconds for your video, for your viewers to judge your video quality. And yes. the better the quality, the more trust and engagement you're cultivating. Because True. your video setup, yeah. It's not just about aesthetics. It's about building relationships and lasting impressions. So, I couldn't agree with you more. Could not agree with you more.
1: I mean, think think of YouTube, like where this podcast is on YouTube and I've been studying YouTube and, you know, all of the books I read, all of the people I follow, they all say the same thing. You've got seconds at the beginning of your video to catch their attention and keep them hooked enough to stay for the first minute. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't keep them hooked after the
2: first minute, guess what? They go find something else to watch. They go find something else because there are a lot of other options. There's a yes. lot of options. It's, it's almost like you're going to the grocery store and you're gonna pick the best looking cereal box, <laughs> right? So we're all cereal boxes, are you the best?
1: <laughs> or, no. or you're like me and you've had the same cereal for three years in a row now. <laughs>
2: which is okay, you know. That's the other thing, right? I spoke to a gentleman on, on a pre-call for my podcast and I was asking him to do a few things mm-hmm. to look better. He's like, what are you talking about? I've done 200 guest appearances already and nobody's talked about this. I'm like, well, there were 2 million new podcasts that were added during the pandemic. It doesn't mean that they all had a chance to talk to me where <laughs> <laughs> I could tell them what, wrong they were doing (laughs) now imagine turning tuning into a video and spotting Mm -hmm. kitchen utensils in the background now if it's not a video about cooking show yes that it's distracting and as entrepreneurs we need that dedicated space so the few things that i love to talk about or point out is it's just three things your lighting your audio and what people see visuals Because we all have a thousand dollar camera in our pockets. Our smartphones can be used for really capturing high end quality video. In fact, all the latest smartphones are certified by Dolby Vision and Dolby Audio to record content that is good enough for Netflix to showcase. On their show and Netflix has a really stringent standard so there's actually a movie called Un uh, Un unsane I think which was all shot on iPhone 7 pluses and it was on Netflix so imagine right so we have the gear it's all about lighting and getting the audio right yes okay once you have the lighting audio and visuals you provide a seamless experience for your viewers And then also fewer unexpected interruptions because you have a dedicated space. No photo bombs, right? No sudden photo bombs from kids and pets. Even though you'll see in some of my videos, my kids are in the shot because I brought them in. Like, hey, this is my kid. You want to create that connection. So,
1: And, you know, sometimes the kids and the pets do interrupt. And when they do, you actually just incorporate it in. Remember one podcast episode back when I lived in Ontario. So we moved about a year or so ago mm-hmm. and the main phone for our house was in my office and it wasn't intentional. It's just the way it turned out and we yeah. didn't think it through. And this was before I was long before I was ever doing podcasts. Cause we've sure. been in that house for 30 years. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one time I actually had a co-host. My best friend was my co-host for a period of time on the podcast and the phone rang. Right in the middle of an episode. And so I took a quick look around because most of the people who called, like by that time, most people had my cell number. So Mm -hmm. if it was coming to the home phone, it might have been one of the moms.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: So I took a quick look over at the phone and I said... Darn spam people calling me during the <laughs> podcast and interrupting the show. So I thought I'm just gonna go with this and I'm going to incorporate it into the show. Yeah, yeah. And you know, my my co-host, she just she just laughed. And so we made it this fun moment. Yeah. And I think you have to kind of give yourself some grace too, because sometimes the kids are going to interrupt. Yes. Sometimes the pets, no matter how well you close that door, <laughs> just find a way to, find a way to get
2: in. in.
1: And so I think it's, it's also about giving yourself grace and just Agreed. going with the flow. Sometimes these things happen and you're just like, might as well make it a part of the video and,
2: and have some fun. And you're absolutely right, because you might gain even more followers from that little mishap. They're like, oh, this, this guy is just a, just a human. This thing just happened to me. And now they have a deeper connection with you. And they're, you know, they're able to pay more attention to what's going to happen next. oh, I want to see what happens next. What are they actually talking about? There was a cat, there was a phone call. So here's a little secret. Good video with bad audio, guess what it is? It's a bad video because viewers might forgive minor visual disturbances, but poor sound can drive them away. So investing in soundproofing, something as simple as rugs, phone panels can make a world of a difference. And when it comes to microphones, making sure that you have a clear a microphone that can capture your essence mm. is so important. So there are yeah. there's hundreds of thousands of microphones available anywhere from $50 to thousands of dollars. You got to know what's your voice pattern and which of these microphones can capture it the best. So again, experimentation or talking to somebody who knows a thing or two about microphones can definitely help you and bring your voice to uh to the world
1: yeah i think too even just having a microphone is the first step obviously at points you will upgrade you will get Mm -hmm. better equipment but one of the things that when i was setting up this podcast my podcast mentor said listen you have to have a microphone Mm -hmm. he says you sound fine through your computer yeah he says but if you get a directional microphone it
2: Deletes a lot of the background noise. Yes. It's going to eliminate the background sounds because as sound waves, as they're coming from outside, they're gonna drop. Mm-hmm. But then same thing with your voice. If if the microphone is further away, for example, if it's built into your computer, it's a lot further away from the speaker, which is yeah. our mouth, right? We are we're literally a speaker.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny cuz my husband is sort of an elect well, not sort of. He is an electronic guru. Mm-hmm. And and when and he has been the head of, you know, sound, audio, video
2: nice. for our,
1: any church that we've ever been in. And he we were having this discussion when I was talking about getting a microphone and he's like you have to get a directional one. Yeah. See, what people don't understand is a directional microphone only picks up sound from the top and a little bit around the side. Mm-hmm. So any background noise that doesn't come into the top of the microphone, it doesn't get caught. Correct. And it's actually been really beneficial in this new house. Where we lived before was sort of in the middle of woods. Mm-hmm. You know, we had some neighbors, but they weren't too close. They weren't yeah. noisy neighbors or anything. We're now living in town and it's and it's a very kind of tight cramped town. Mm-hmm my neighbor likes to yell obscenities and so this microphone <laughs> has been a real blessing especially since i really want to keep my apple clean rating
2: amen amen <laughs> totally get it i totally i totally know what you're talking about but even so-
1: like even if with kids in the house like I found when my kids were younger and I was doing this kind of stuff when they were teenagers and they were noisy. Cause let me tell you, if you mm. think toddlers are noisy, teenagers aren't much better. Oh no. They're, they're either yeah. so silent. You never see or hear them or, but when they are noisy, they're really <laughs> noisy. Uh-huh. But yeah, having even having this one small thing in this, I think this microphone was a hundred, 150 bucks. Yeah. It's audio technica. It's, it's a decent brand. Yeah. for the cost
2: no 100 percent. and the better as long as you have a microphone and it's close from your face that's mm-hmm. all that matters you're going to sound great people can hear you because your voice is the bridge to your audience so make sure it's yes. wireless it's crystal clear i can't even say my words
1: <laughs> <sighs> um go ahead
2: uh, i'm gonna go to number two what's the number two <laughs> thing that we should fo- focus on It's the lighting, of course. Why do we like the daylight? Well, we can see everything. You know, you don't do a whole lot of things at nighttime because it's dark out. You know, you can't really do a whole lot. You need to turn on the lights. So making sure that the lighting is done right, it could be a game changer or it can break your video quality. For example, Kim had this huge light coming on, the sun coming in from the background, and that can break the video because people are now just looking at the light and they're like, okay, I can't look at the sun. <laughs> Next video. So you want to make sure that you're doing a good making that lighting work for you, not against you.
1: Well, it's funny. This when we first moved into this house a year ago, this room, the person who owned the house before must have been a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. Mm. Cause the it was a almost black dark blue because oh wow toronto maple leaf it's a very their their color is very 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 dark navy blue Mm -hmm. and so up to about a month or two ago because i just haven't had a chance to do it with moving and everything else and then we had a hurricane there's been a lot going on in the last year a lot going on yeah (laughs) um i I would I'd have to close the window because I'd had the dark blue walls and then if you thought the light was bright <laughs> now it was torturous when you came in through dark blue walls. Yeah. And you know as I had to have so many lights in this room just mm-hmm. to get it so you could really see me because the room yeah. was so dark. So I had I had a friend come in. I paid her to come in and pay because she's a professional painter. And you would not have wanted to see what this room looked like if I had <laughs> painted it. And this color is actually one that I used back in my other home office. Mm-hmm. And when she painted it, all of a sudden I'm looking better on the video. Yeah. Stark. Like I, my look is softer. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, the first day I sat in the office after she painted it, I was just kind of like, Oh, this wow. room
2: feels good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was it's,
1: so dark.
2: <laughs> it's such a it's such a big difference. And, and when we moved into our home, we, we have dark wooden floors and there wasn't a lot of lights. So I was like, okay, we need to put in some overhead lights to, to lighten up the, the room. We still need to paint our house, but they'll, they'll come, you know, things, things come slowly. <laughs> when you own a yeah. home, it's kind of crazy. Especially so, when you have kids. <laughs> especially, if, exactly, exactly. So well, We is, are actually out of time. Believe it. Oh my it god, or not. we're out of time. Oh my god,
1: you got time to share to share one more quick thought before we go. Okay,
2: one more, more quick thought. You know, so pay attention to lighting. Make sure that you understand the basics of three point lighting because that can drastically uplift your video quality. And we also we already talked about camera getting the framing right. The camera is another cool thing, and Lastly, I actually wrote a book called Mastering iPhone Video Production. It is available on on Amazon, and that talks a lot about video production and setting up your lighting and and all the good stuff as well.
1: Would it work if you have an Android?
2: Of course. It'll work on, because I talk about the basics. I'm all about down to brass tacks, right? Understand the basics, and you can once you can apply you can literally then apply that to any camera
1: mm, nice nice wow i have so enjoyed this conversation today and i would love for you to share how people can connect with you if they have enjoyed this video and and they're like i need to learn more from him how can they find you
2: So they can head on over to hacksandhobbies.com. That is my podcast. And if you want to to learn more about how to set up a good space, head on over to homestudiomastery.com.
1: Wow, that has been great. We have about a minute left. So I'm going to give you one
2: more opportunity for a final thought. Final thought, go and create content because people are waiting to listen from you.
1: Love it. Love it love it love it love it love it all right if you have enjoyed this video i want to encourage you to go back and i want you to listen to episode 415 so if you are on youtube you will see the thumbnails somewhere here on the screen just click on it it's steve lowell and how to create a one hundred thousand dollar signature talk so after today you've got great basics to be able to create this studio to create this atmosphere steve will help you put the words together so that when you speak everybody wants to hear what you have to say so episode 415 if you're on youtube click the thumbnail if you're on your podcast app just scan back a bit and you know what today let's do something different thanks audience appreciate you we'll see you on the next episode bye now